Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reimbold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that. 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deggert. Well, thank you for the great introduction. And once again today, we want to welcome you, <clears throat> bless God, to our radio broadcast from Blog Radio here. I want to thank all of you that have joined in from uh, around the world and, and keep, keep letting us know from where you're listening. It's, uh, it's exciting to know that God is speaking to hearts all the way around this world off of one little tiny Blog Radio thing program. Uh, just keep doing that. We want again today to say that, bless God, that uh, we are building fellowships uh, all over the world. If you feel like that you want to be a fellowship leader, and you can be, bless God, we'll teach you the ins and the outs, as they say, of, of how to take care of all this. Uh, bless God, we'll be more than, uh, than glad to get you all hooked up. One of our representatives will uh, call you, uh, speak to you personally on the phone. We'll be there for you whenever you need to, to call and ask questions. Uh, we we will get that done, and uh, you're just going to find out that uh, it's not nearly as tough as you may think it is. And 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 especially for those of you people who just absolutely know that you know you've sat in churches uh, most of your life, and bless God felt that you did have a call in your life to minister, but somehow or other they just didn't seem to notice it in that church that you were in, which is most of the cases, all right, well, well then, then get, walk out into the water. It's not too deep. You'll be all right. We'll, we'll not throw you all the way out where you've got to swim. We'll move you into this thing in a slow and ardent way that you will fully understand what's going on. Well, uh, we also today want to uh, invite those of you that, bless God, that uh, have prayer requests, be sure to send those in. Don and I pray uh, over each and every one of the requests. And again, if you want an anointed hanky, which I talk about often, uh, we send these things and have for years around the world. Uh, the anointing of God that he gave to this prophet is in those, those handkerchiefs. And bless God, you can put those on people's bodies that are sick, uh, people that bless God that need to be delivered. Uh, bless God, I know a lot of gals that uh, stuck them under the mattress and under, in the pillowcases of husbands that bless God that uh, wouldn't serve the Lord God and and uh, many cases, the, the, the husbands, and at the end of three or four or five days, said, "Well, I can't sleep. I, what's going on? I just, I'm, I just can't sleep." And they'll reach in, pull that handkerchief out, and say, "Well, this is the prophet's anointing. This is God, and and God's trying to tell you something." And, and a lot of those cases, I'm not going to say all of them, but lots of those cases, those men got saved and are serving God. Well, but again, one handkerchief per person, please. And don't mail us a, a shoebox full of hankies for me to anoint. I don't have, I don't have that kind of time, uh, nor uh, will I do that any longer. People, uh, ever, you know, people abuse things, and I, I, I don't understand why. But uh, you know, it's like people call here thinking they're going to talk to me personally on the phone. Don't do that. You, you're, there's no way you're going to get to me. And the reason is, is bless God, you're one of umpteen hundred calls that day that wants to talk to this prophet. I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what you're wanting to know over the telephone if I kept you on the phone for 10 hours, 12 hours at a time. I couldn't do that. The thing that you've got to do 
is you've got to get into this, you've got to get the materials, and you've got to study the materials. They will answer all your questions. I'll guarantee you, I have the answer for every question you've got. When I say I've got it, it was given to me by God to give to you. All right, so so please be kind enough. Just just be kind enough to understand. Now, if you want, need to call and talk to Donna, she she'll answer the phone, and you can you can talk to her. But you know, we get people to just get out of hand uh, with Donna just because. Well, the prophet won't come and talk to me. Well, the prophet, if I come and talk to you, then I've got to talk to everybody because you know why? I can't give you a better seat than I do anybody else. That's that's that happens to be the rules, okay, in the Bible. So don't uh, don't get to thinking I'm going to break the rules because you have this spatial request or especially those that want to call and give me their latest dream and vision and visitation. Uh, I keep saying I'm not interested in that, but yet some of you just don't seem to hear that, all right? Uh, like I said, if, if you've watched God raise the dead, uh, you've uh, caused droughts and, and bless God uh, storms to come and to leave and and bless God, the, the, you know, purposed hearts of presidents and kings around the face of this earth, then, then let me tell you something. I might be interested in listening to that. But you know something? All the years that I've traveled, I've yet to run into one man or one woman that can do those kind of things in the name of the Lord. And I say over and over again, that's what a real prophet's about. This thing of having everybody has dreams, whether those dreams are of God or they're familiar spirits, most of which are familiar spirits, by the way, that, bless God, that's not what I'm here about. I'm not here to magnify you. I'm here to magnify the Lord our God, and I'm here to magnify Him, bless God, through what? Through His Holy Word. I am an instructor of God's Word. I am your mentor, and that I will do. We want you to become scriptural. Your spirituality has not gotten you very far at this point in time, nor will it get you much further, okay? But your scripturality will take you all the way. Please remember that. Please remember that and honor the Lord our God with understanding that He, that He, bless God, is on the throne and He's got everything in control. But you see, because the church let this thing get so far out of hand, so far out of hand, this thing about dreams and visions and visitation and God said this and God said that, that that it's just that, you know, to a real prophet, you just sit and shake your head. You wag my head if you don't mind. Trying to figure out what is it about people that want to be recognized by other people, that there's some great one of God. Well, I don't know. You know, there again, if you're a real prophet, you're not going around trying to impress people with your dreams, visions, and whatever else unless God says prophesy it. And when he tells you to prophesy, and you know, that's something else I've told people. You know, all the years uh, before and even after when I was young in ministry, I'd go into another uh, church. Maybe they were going to have me in for a Sunday night to preach, and I'd, I'd show up on Sabbath, and, and, uh, and uh, bless God, maybe they'd be having a, a Sabbath service. And uh, I, I'd, I've never stood up and prophesied. I've never one time in somebody else's meeting stood up and interpreted tongues or given tongues or, or prophesied. Now, what, what does that say? Well, because i got news for you, that, that, you know, that just wasn't for me to be doing. Now, if God had told me to do it, I would have had to have done it. But in all these years, God's never had me do anything like that. And yet I get people that tell me that, bless God, God has called them to go in and straighten up the churches through prophesying against them. Well, I'd be careful about that. I'd be very careful about that. Well, 
We are studying about the sin of fear, a sign of the end times. We're trying to get you to understand how important it is to stand still, to have peace in the time of trouble. We're trying to get you, we're preparing you to get you to realize that we are in trouble, okay? This world is in trouble. We have defied the living God. We have come to the end of a matter, and the Lord God has got things in hand. Judgment has come to this earth, and uh, the church doesn't like it. Uh, Bless God, like I said, it's not a popular, it is not a popular message. Thank you. (laughs) Nor has it ever been, nor will it ever be. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear about all the calamity that's coming. No one wants to even dare talk about the things at the end. The folks that are here, they're upon this generation. We are the generation upon whom the ends are written. And we will see these things come to pass. As I said, you will, you will see the mark of the beast come. You will see the Antichrist stand up. You will see the abomination that, that leads to, uh, to desolation of the temple. But again, you know, we go through this thing of, oh, this 2012, December the 21st. I got news for you. That the third temple has to be rebuilt over there. And right now, bless God, we can't even get on get on get on the mount uh, where they've got that abomination that's sitting there now. All right, that, that's there. Uh, I made uh, <laughs> I made uh, some people very anxious when I was there the last time, and and uh, somebody asked me, said, "What uh, what do you think we should do about that uh, that that?" Moss sitting over there on our rock. I said, oh, I'll tell you what you do. You take some dynamite over there and blow that thing off our rock. That's our rock. That belongs to Israel and the rest of the land that's ours. Given to us by God. And that's all there is to it. And they all looked at me and got big-eyed and things got very quiet. No, you can do that, but that's what I'm saying should be done. We will, we will have that mount back. It'll, it'll be given back to us. Or we'll take it back however God wants it to be. You know, we had that mount. We took that uh, back and I think that was, what, the 67 war? And uh, then we gave it back to them, uh, the Arabs. And uh, that was a really a bad, really a bad move. Uh, what's going to happen with uh, the warships uh, that we now have in the, in, uh, the Mediterranean? Uh, I think the, I think Iran's got one or two warships there now trying to think, act like they're friendly to the world. And when I use the word act like, or those words, be sure to underline those, because there's nothing acting friendly in Iran at all. Iran is there to, uh, bless God, to usher in the 12th, uh, they believe the 12th and, and, and the greatest of the, of the prophets, which is the, like we're looking for, for the return of our Lord. And uh, it's so interesting how so much of that parallels, and it's not right. They're not serving the living God. They're serving uh, something way, 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 way away from that, okay? That's not a living God at all. So we watch these things unfold, and, and, uh, and again, sometimes you sit and you, you think, oh, my, my, what's, what's going to happen next? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you something. God's got all this in his hands. He won't let until he wants to let. And when he lets something happen, then, bless God, then it's going to happen. Okay? And, I, again, I say over and over, it doesn't matter. Does it really matter uh, what comes or what takes place? Bless God, we are in the time of the ends. 
there's going to be a lot of things that's going to come down the old proverbial pike, as we say, and we need to prepare ourselves, and that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to get you to the place where you'll, you'll stand fast, bless God. You, you won't be horrified by the volcanoes, the plagues, the earthquakes, the floods, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, uh, the droughts, bless God, and everything else that I didn't mention. That you'll stand with a quietness in your heart. Because you know that you know that you know that He's God, and you know that He's going to take care of the people that's keeping His covenant and the testimony of His Holy Son, Yeshua. And that's what this is all about. But you have to understand. Now, one of the ways that I would like to um, urge you uh, to practice this, this thing, the next time that you have something come up, okay, some type of a small or, or great emergency, whatever it is, Check yourself out after it's over. Uh, listen to yourself. Go back and listen to what you had to say about it. And, and, and if you didn't stand, if you didn't stand in quietness, in peace, and speak the things of faith, then bless God, start reminding yourself. Start and repent. Say, Lord God, I repent for my sin of, of, of doubt and unbelief. And, and, and Lord God, through the name of Yeshua, Restore me. And most people will even know to pray that prayer, okay? Uh, you can find that in the book of Romans, by the way. I'm not sure right off a of verse and chapter and verse, but it's there. But you, but you need to start, you, see, you need to start practicing this stuff. You, uh, it, uh, next calamity that comes up, bless God, stand in peace with it. Pray about it. I mean, when it takes place, take authority over it in the name of Yeshua and, and speak faith through the name of Yeshua and stand pat. Stand like a rock. Bless God, don't be shaken off of it. But what you see, what you hear, what you feel, bless God, don't be shaken off of the things that the Lord God is, is, is letting you be a part of. He's training you. See, that's the reason, that's the reason I keep saying, you, you know, if you're going to be trained, then you're going to have to get out there and do something. If they were going to train you to be a basketball player, then you had to get out on the court and practice, didn't you? You had to practice dribbling. You had to practice shooting. You had to practice all the things that you practice. You had to practice. You have to practice these things. See, you have to practice them. People, you know, well, I, I, I just thought that's blasphemy. No, it's not blasphemy. That's the way this thing works. See, that's, that's the way this thing works. Bless God, you have to practice. And, and that's the way you begin to practice this thing with peace. And, and always go back. Always, you, you need to have a, a method. I used to carry around one of those little, little small, I don't know, there's a, what, two and a half inches maybe wide and maybe four inches long little spiral uh, thing that folded back. And I wrote things down. And then I'd get home at the end of the week. I'd go back through stuff and I'd say, oh, yeah, right here. I, I really messed up here. I'm not, and, you know, I'd, I'd make a note. Next time this happens, I, I need to be saying this instead of that. You need to do these things, brothers and sisters, because these things are important. Because if you can do them in the little things, are you listening? You can do it in the big things. If you can do these things in the small things, the big things aren't going to be a problem. They're not going to be a problem to you. Why? Because you have practiced. That's the reason, you know, again, you can't, you can't go to the World Series to play in a, in, a, in, a, in a, bless God, World Series baseball game if you've never walked out on a baseball field and throwing a baseball, caught a baseball, or hit a baseball. It, you know, you, you're just not going to do that. And for those people that reach the World Series, guess what? 
Oh, it, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be a little adrenaline flow there. But they have been through it so many times, it's just another game on the other end of it, okay? That's what you've got to do with this the type of thing that I'm teaching now. Yeah, and with other things, but you, you have to do that. Now, I hope, I hope that you're writing down, I hope that you're writing down, bless God, uh, all these things that you have feared in the past. Now, I'm, I'm using that in past tense, okay, because you're not going to fear these things anymore. Uh, you you want to make sure that, that, bless God, that you're that you're in full understanding that these things, uh, fear is not a God, okay? Uh, God didn't, didn't give you a spirit of fear, and he didn't. So uh, you understand that, that God gave you peace, and he gave you the authority and the power within the anointing. And you, you need to learn to walk into that. Because why? You're, again, you're not the back end of the bus. You're the front end of the bus. And you might as well understand that. You're, you, you're, you're a chosen vessel of God. You're not some, oh, I hope I get lucky when I pray this time person, like most of the church, if not all the church has been for how many years. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're the one that's going to stand and, and call spirits back that have left bodies so that they can rise up and walk amongst the people again. And you say, oh my, that, that, that's strange talk. That's strange talk, prophet. I'm going to tell you something. That's God kind of talk. That's kind of talk that, bless God, that should have been going on in the church uh, how many, how many years ago? And it left, didn't it? How many years ago? And it left, didn't it? Well, I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, we're in a different world now when it comes to things of the Spirit. The things of God's Word now is paramount. Somehow, you, you know, uh, the, we called it the dispensation of grace, the, the church age. And I've always said, you know what that was about? It was a time for us to uh, have a time to get things right. And that's really what grace is, is giving us time to get things right. And bless God, you know, we didn't get everything right, but I'm not sure that we were supposed to have. I, I believe that God, I believe God confused the church, blinded the church to the things of His holy covenant. And I believe that this hour and this time, that those things are now being revealed by His Spirit and the truth of His holy word. I believe that in the name of his son, Yeshua. Well, the power of God is within us. We are the ones to rule this earth, and not Satan, and not the world, that we are the children of God. Okay? And, and you, you need to get a little, but let that put a little gip in your step, as we say. Okay? Uh, you, need, you, need to, you need to think about that. You, it doesn't even hurt to say it out loud to yourself uh, every once in a while. The blessed God that, that we are. We are the chosen of the Lord God. We're the remnant in which the, the Bible has, speaks about of this last day and this last hour. We are the remnant. Well, let's get back over into the book of Isaiah. I've got a little bit more here to do in Isaiah before we move on. In fact, it looks like I've got quite a bit to do in Isaiah before we move on. Uh, Isaiah 41, 10th verse. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Now, that's a promise. That's a promise. He said, fear thou not. Don't, don't, don't fear. He said, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, you know, every once in a while, and, I, and I'm, I'm just as guilty. When, when I started into this thing, I'm going to tell you what, there was times I thought the Lord God had 
went to the Bahamas on vacation, was nowhere to be found. You ever feel that way? Yeah, you can hear a pin drop about now, can't you? We all have, okay? But you understand, he said, be not dismayed. He said, I, I'm your God. He said, I'll strengthen thee, I'll help thee, I'll uphold thee in the right hand of my righteousness. So he's going to do all this. We don't have to do that for him. He's going to do this for us. 11 verse says, Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. Now, now there's part of what I took this promise, just part of, what I took the promise in this day when things are going to go crazy for the world. You're going to have food put up. You're going to be there in your dwelling. And bless God, there's going to be mobs of people uh, ransacking houses for any morsel of food they get. Let me tell you something, folks. When you and your your children are starving, you'll do whatever it takes. Now listen to me, and that's that's where this is going to come. It's going to come to that right here in the United States, as well as in this world. You're, it don't. It takes a gun. Whatever it takes, you're going to you're going to you're going to find if the neighbor's got food, he's going to share food, or you're going to take it all, or whatever it is, depending on who you would be, I guess. But the fact of it is, but see what he says. Uh, they, uh, he says he says he says. Uh, he said, ashamed and confounded, uh, he said, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. He says, I'm going to take care of you. He says, and they, shall, they shall be as nothing, and they shall strive with thee, shall perish. He says, that there's not anything. He said, don't, don't, be, don't be concerned about it. Don't be concerned about it. He says, there's nothing that I'm not going to do to take care of you. The 12th verse says, thou shalt seek them, and they shall not find them. See there? They'll seek after you and not find you. Even, even them that contended with thee, even those that, that, you know, that have been around you, they're not going to find you. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. There it is again. Now, can we believe this to be truth? Absolutely. Spoken, spoken, bless God, out of the mouth of a holy prophet given to him by the Lord God himself. He says, don't fear. He said, don't fear. He said, you don't have to fear. He said, I'm going to help you. Now, if somebody's trying to help you and you're trying to do it all yourself, their help will be what? A non-effect, won't it? Because if, if you're not going to listen and if you're just going to go crazy and start down screaming and going this way and that way, there's no way that, that God can help you. There's nothing at all he can do. Because you're, in other words, you're taking control and letting, other than letting him have control of you, all right? He goes on to say, Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make thee a new, a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. Thou shalt thrash the mountains, and beat them small, and shall make the cliffs, uh, hills as, as, as chaff. Thou shalt fan them. And the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Wow. So there it is, isn't it? There it is. So, so what, what, what would there be to be afraid of if we know the God? See, this... When the Lord God brought me the vision of where there was no food in my home, and it was Shabbat, 
And, and, and Donna had lit the Shabbat candles and prayed the Hebrew prayer. And bless God, I began to pray the Hebrew prayers. And we stood and we held hands around, the, around our Shabbat table. And we had everything set for a feast, but there was no, no food on the table. There was no food in the house. And when I said amen, we opened our eyes, and there, if you can imagine what a Thanksgiving dinner looks like, there it was on our table. The angel spoke to me in such a powerful way. And he said, prophesy it, son, so shall it be in the days that lie ahead. And I knew from that time and from that hour, there was nothing to be feared, for the Lord thy God was about to take care of His. Do you hear what I'm saying? He's going to take care of His. You must be sure that you're His. But if you're not going to listen to Him, if you're not going to have faith in Him, it isn't going to work. And you're just going to find yourself going down that same road in the same desperate way that you've been down so many roads in the past. But see, he's trying to say, he said, he said, when the poor and the needy seek water and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst, okay, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers and high places and fountains in the midst of valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. Wow. There's not anything. Brothers and sisters, I have prophesied for numbers of years that we are entering into the time of the miraculous. In fact, I do a piece of ministry called Learning to Live in the Miraculous. You, go, you, might, as well, you, you might as well start learning to live in the miraculous because that's where we're headed. This God is not going to forsake us. He's not going to leave us. He's going to be with us. In fact, he says, even if you make your bed in hell, he said, I will be there. Now, so we know that we're, we're going to be protected. They're not going to come in and steal anything. We know that, bless God, that there's going to be food. He's going to provide. If you need water, there's going to be water. All right? And after all, isn't that really all that we need to survive on? Huh? Okay. 19 says, I will plant in the wilderness the, the cedar, the shemeth uh, tree, uh, and the myrtle and the oil, the oil tree, and I will set in the desert the fir tree and the pine, the box of tree together, that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord hath done this, and the Holy One of Israel hath created it. Now, how, can, how, how better could he say what's been said here? Did Isaiah understand that there was going to be some tough times? Absolutely he did. Was he preparing the people? To the utmost. He was telling them, fear not, for the hand of the Lord God is upon us. We're in his hand. He's not going to forsake us. He, if you're hungry, you're going to find, he's going to be, food's going to come. Remember? Remember? He had to feed whatever that was, two and a half, three and a half million people from manna that came down out of heaven every day, except on Shabbat. He did that for them. Now, now let's stop and think about that for a minute. If he did that for them, will he do that for us? No respect your persons, thus saith the, the word of the Lord God himself. God is going to do it. But let me, tell, let me tell you again what the problem is here. It's real simple. The church has not understood the miraculous for so many centuries that they wouldn't know it if they come along and sit down next to them. And that's what the problem is. They can't believe for a common cold, let alone, bless God, in the time of drought 
in time of famine. They can't even do it for the small things now. If you can't do it for the small things, brothers and sisters, you'll never do it for the big things. You must learn to believe. You must understand. The thing I've said over and over during this series and probably the rest of what I do, whether you live or you die, you belong to Him. So what makes the difference? He is either God or He's not God. And if you can realize He'll never forsake you or He'll never leave you, then if you've got things going on that aren't right, it sure is not God's fault. You need to get in the book. You need to dig with your concordance into the Word until you find out where you're in error. Repent. Pay the price and get back on the right track. That's what you need to do. How many, how many times, how many people, bless God, don't even know to do that? I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it, I, I don't know that a, 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 a tenth of the church on the face of this earth today knows just what I said. I, I don't think they do. Why? Because, bless God, they weren't taught. They, they were never taught that the miraculous is still for here and now today. But again, that's the reason I would scream all over North America. Where? Where is the power that was in the book of Acts by the anointing of God through the name of Yeshua? Show me where the power of God's at. I want to see it. And nobody could demonstrate the power of God except this prophet. And I would demonstrate it in every city and every meeting that I was in, confirming the word to be the truth by signs following. That's what this is about, brothers and sisters. This isn't some Sunday school hour when we go all go in, sit down, and all feel good about each other because we look nice. We drive nice cars. We live in nice homes. They will all perish. But the Lord our God is forevermore. His promises are forevermore. Now, He is either going to take care of you and I or He's not. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I, have, I, had, I had aunt such and such and... Boy, she was a believer, and she went to one of them Pentecostal churches, and, and I'm telling you, it just didn't work out for her. She missed God somewhere. It got quiet, didn't it? She missed God somewhere. And I'm not doubting that she wasn't a good lady. I'm not doubting the bless God that, that she wasn't a holy lady. But I'm going to tell you something, bless God, in order to be held in the right hand of His righteousness, you've got to keep the covenant. You've got to keep all, you have to observe and do all that is written within the law. That's the commandment. And that scares the turkey out of the church still today. Well, like I said, it's going to take some kind of a, a calamity. And when it comes, uh, some kind of a disaster, then people are going to come running to your doors. People are going to be a whole lot more interested in what you know, uh, bless God, when they get, get in a tight spot. Right now, they don't need what we know for the most part. And that's the reason right now God is drawing those of you that are called out of the first fruit, okay, of this, of this last day movement, to train you, to get you ready to get into position. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever grow weary in well-doing, okay? Don't faint. Stand your ground and bless God. It, it will all work out. God's got, see, again, God's got a plan. And guess what? We're the plan. Oh, that's scary. And I say that with tongue-in-cheek because of the fact that, that, bless God, you know what? There's not a superstar amongst us, and I've got my hand up first. We're flesh and blood. We're children of a living God. 
We just have enough something inside of us, which is God himself, to know that his way is the only way. That what he says, we're going to believe. What he says do, we're going to do. He says, have peace, stand still, believe on God, and I will supply your very need, your every need. He said, I'll I'll supply it. Now, you're his property, and I'm going to tell you something. He'll take care of you. Now, now think about this a minute. Now, if you go out and spend your hard-earned money on, let's say, a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower. Now, are you going to leave that thing set out in the rain and, bless God, uh, let it rust? No, you're probably not. Even if you don't have somewhere to put it inside a garage or a shed or something, you're probably going to get something and at least cover it up. Why? Because you're going to take care of it. That's your property. You are God's property. We are God's property. He created us. We didn't create him. He's going to take care of us. That's the reason he made all this provision. That's the reason he said, look, I'm going to make a holy covenant that will last forevermore. Thus saith the Lord God, his eternal stamp. And he said, if you will follow this to to, to the absolute, to, to every letter, he said, if you'll follow this, he said, you will be, I'll use this as a world term, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now, what we did was we got into church. The power of God never went anywhere. It never left. It never subsided in any way. And yet, we didn't see it operating in the church. The church got up, got caught up into building buildings, building their own kingdoms here on the face of this earth. That's what the churches got caught up doing. We, we divided ourselves against each other in the church, and we fell. And great was the fall thereof, and yet nobody in the church world knows that the church fell. Isn't that a deal? Church as usual. Bless God, the church as usual. But the church fell a long time ago, brothers and sisters. It's of non-effect. Oh, thank God that he still, he still has salvation. People still get saved in those churches. Some of them, they get filled with the Holy Ghost. They don't know what to do with it, but bless God, they get filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, there's all kind of different uh, ideas about that, too, all right? We'll try to get to that one of these days. Let's go into Isaiah 43, first verse. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee. Now listen, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. You need to underline that. Isaiah 43, 1. You are mine. He said, I've redeemed you. I've called thee by thy name. He knows your name. He knows your name. And he said, I fear not. He said, I created you. You're mine. When thou passest through the waters... I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sheba for thee. He said, I am the Lord thy God. I created you. I formed you. And I'm going to take care of you. Can you imagine, can you imagine if, if we, brothers and sisters, if we can get that into our spirit man, into our minds, probably more importantly into our minds, 
to understand what he's saying here. He's saying it doesn't matter what you go through. He said, I'm going to save you. He said, the, the, the fire won't burn, there won't even be any smoke smelling on you. Okay? Just Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All right? Those kind of miracles, brothers and sisters. They're at hand. They have never gone anywhere. They've always been there. That's the reason I tell the stories I tell about the things that I've watched God do in the third world because they, they are, they're miraculous things. Things that bless God that are unheard of, things that are unbelievable, and things today that people think I made up. But there were people there that witnessed them, that saw the hand of the Lord God in operation. And, and I, you know, God's going God's to, like I said, God saved me out of all kind of, all, all kind of things. Traveling the third world. The Muslims were out to kill me. And they made no qualms about it. But they just couldn't seem to find me. And bless God, they, they, you know, I'd go in one, one village and bless God, they'd, they'd, would have already been there looking for me. Or bless God, when I got done and left, they'd be there trying to find me after I was gone. They couldn't, I was shot at. Bless God, as I say, they burn a hotel down trying to kill me. The angel came and woke me and told me, told me to get my friend up, get her clothes, and get out of there. Quickly, we did. The hotel burnt to the ground. They pulled off a bus one day and lined up some, some guys out in front of the bus and killed every one of them. Put a note on one of their chests, pinned it on there, and said, we, we killed the Prophet Deckard. And yet they didn't kill the Prophet Deckard. I wasn't within hundreds of miles of that place. They chased me. They've, they've done everything they could. But, but what was it? God took care of me. I'm in the palm of his hand, and so are you, if you can understand it. Well, I, I will admit this. Having traveled the, the world for so many years, having lived in the third world for so many years, that bless God that I experienced the hand of this living God. I experienced, bless God, his holy protection. I ate food the bless God that I'm sure normal people should have died of. It's like I said, I've I've eaten bless God, I've eaten monkey, I've eaten dog, I've eaten cat, I've eaten a rat. Now I only did that one time. When I found out what it was, I refused to eat it anymore. But you know, God will sustain me. And I know that. And I and I'll tell you why. God needs me right now. He needs you right now. And then it's not like he he wouldn't sustain sustain you otherwise. But I'm just saying, we we are at the forefront of this thing. And when I say we, brothers and sisters, don't point a finger at this prophet. It means all of us. We are all at the forefront of this thing. God is going to carry this thing through. God is going to collect the ten lost tribes that he drove to the four corners of this earth, that he scattered that wouldn't be known by their tongue nor by the color of their skin. He's the one that did all this, and he's the one that now has decided to bring them home again, as he promised, out of the belly of the prophets. He's the one. This doesn't have anything to do with me and you. We're, again, we're, we're, we're just objects, objects of which from the foundations of this world he communed with, anointed us for this day and this hour. Don't let God down, brothers and sisters. Don't, don't. Don't let him down. Fulfill your destinies, no matter what. But in order to fulfill the destinies, you're going to have to understand something. Fear not, for he is with us. He's not with them. He is not with them. 
See, and that's what I, I've, I've said this in Israel, and I've said it other places in the world. This is the God of Israel. This is the God of Israel. This isn't the God of the Buddhist, the Hindus, or the Islamic people. I'm sorry, but it could, he could be, but he's not. We are the chosen of God. They're not. Who do you think he's going to watch over and take care of? Huh? Well, now, wait a minute. I, I believe I read somewhere uh, a prophet where uh, two-thirds of all, of, uh, all of, uh, of those in Jerusalem are going to die. Yep, that's going to happen too. But you see, that's all part of what was prophesied in the end. Going to need to have no fear then, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are going to have to have no fear. Why? Because God is with us. God knows what he's doing here, folks. And, and it, it is written, and uh, I, I will uncover all that in time. I will show you by the Scriptures. I don't know the winds, but I do know the facts. Okay? But God is going to raise us up. He's going to take us home, and we will live as in the land. Oh, boy, you talk about milk and honey. As in uh, the Garden of Eden itself. Thus saith the Scriptures in these last days. Boy, what a, you know, that almost sounds like what? A fantasy? <laughs> Don't wake me up, because it's not fantasy. It's God's holy word. Amen? And, 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 and let me tell you something. Guess what? You and I are all part of that. Uh, as to whether or not uh, uh, you want to be or I want to be, well, uh, you do have choice. And that's that's the... I don't know. I've always, this thing with choice. You know, what, what a different world this would have been if God said, now this is just the way it is, boys and girls. No, he gave us choice. And that's the reason it's so important for me to try to get into your spirit man, into your minds, the fact that yes, we have choice, but do we really? Do we really have choice? Well, yeah, well, we do have. We can mess all this up, but it won't be worth the messing it up as to the end result that God has and for his glory, for his honor and his praise to bring forth this in this time and this in this hour. Now, in Isaiah 43, uh, one through, uh, uh, he goes back through this. Uh, well, I'm, in, I'm going to take up where I left off in the fourth verse. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee, and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thee seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. What is he talking about? He's talking about us, Ephraim. Keep not back, bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth, even everyone that is called by my name. For I, now listen, for I have created him for my glory, Yea, I have made him bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf people that have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen. Now listen, listen to what he's saying about us that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord the God, thy God, and beside me there is no other Savior. 
I've declared and have saved. I have showed when there was no stranger, strange God among you. He said, he said, I've showed you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? He said, I, I'm going to do this thing. I'm the one that's created it. I'm the one that watches over it. I'm the one that guides it. And I'm going to see to it that this thing is done the way that I have declared it to be done. Yeah, well, you know, but he says, bring the witnesses. Bring the witnesses that still know. See, that's what I am. I'm a witness to bless God that can come forth and say, I've seen God do these things. I know that it's possible for him to do these things through you because he's no respecter of persons. I know through the right training, okay, and it's not going to be an overnight thing. This isn't going to be pouring some oil on you and lay hands on you and zip only. You're all holy and, and full of power. And God's going, no, no. It's going to be a very slow, ardent process. It's going to be like pulling eye teeth for most of you, but you can make it if you want to make it. You can do this. You can do this. You have to know who you are. You have to understand the rules. You have to understand that this isn't a God that makes up the rules as He goes, okay? <laughs> no, he, he just doesn't make up the rules as He goes. They're already written down. I can, you know, and I know, again, God has had to blind the church. Or surely somebody would reach back in all this time and bless God and say, hey, wait, wait a minute, why, why, why aren't we doing this or why aren't we doing that? You know, when I started teaching, and this thing I do on the Holy Covenant, it, it, there's two places that just flat says when you talk about His covenant how long it's going to last is for a thousand generations. And bless God, we've not even come close to no thousand generations. And, 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 and yet at the same time, the church said it, it, it ended. It ended when, when Yeshua came. No, no, I'm sorry. You know, like I said, stupidity is something when you get to see it full-fledged all out in its own glory. Isaiah 44, first verse. Yet now hear, O Jacob, my servant in Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and thou, uh, Jezreel, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon dry ground. Now listen, here he goes again. Put my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thine offspring. And they shall spring up as among the grass, as, as willows, by the water courses. One shall say, I am the Lord's, and another shall call himself by the name of Jacob, and another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Lord, and surname himself by the name of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. And who, as I shall call and, and shall declare it, and set it in order for me since I appointed the ancient people. He, now, you want to understand that, what he said. He said, I appointed, I appointed the ancients. All this thing all the way back to when he said, I chose but the fewest people on this earth to call my own. All right? He said, and the things that are coming and shall come, let them show unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. Now, you know, when, when, when you begin to, to realize, and of course the prophet 
Oh, Isaiah, boy, he just keep he just keeps pounding this, doesn't he? Oh, boy, what a thing! He just keeps pounding on this thing. He's trying to get everybody to understand he's the Lord God. There's never been any god before him, nor will be there after him. He is the Lord God that formed you, that formed your offspring, the the first generation and the last generation. He's formed all of it. He is over that. Don't fear not, and nor be. And he says, nor uh, be afraid. He said, I've formed you. I, he said, you've, you've had the, the prophets have told you the things that are coming and, and shall come. He said, don't, 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 don't get caught up in that. He said, just don't. He said, don't fear and don't be afraid. Now, why does he keep telling us this over and over again? Because let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Israel has gone through a lot. Okay, We're, they're going to go through a lot more, but they, 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 they've gone through a lot. You have to understand in, in the midst of all this, you have to stand, you have to be quiet, have peace, and know He's God. You, got, you have to know He's God. You have to know He's God. And if you can do that, and if you will do that, i got news for you. The, relatively, relatively, the rest of this will be easy, okay? It will be easy. Because why? Because God is, God is on, you know, He is on, He's in the midst of, of every bit of this, and, and it will change not. I'm here to tell you, it will change not. Why? Because He has got this thing all, He's got this thing all set. He's got this thing all brought about where whatever is and whatever, you know, will be or won't be or can be. And, and he's the one that's in control of this thing. This thing, this thing is not controlled by me, by you, or by any, anybody else. This thing is controlled by the Lord our God. And, and folks, if, if you'll just hang on to that, if you'll just, if you'll just know that, everything else can be so simple. But the times are going to be so trying. And there, 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 isn't, there isn't any ifs, ands, or buts about that. The times are, are going to be trying times. And we, we're going to have to stand and understand exactly what we're being told here. That He is the only God. He created us. He's more than capable of watching over us and taking care of us. And He will. If we don't break the rules. Okay? You break the rules, you lose. It's just that, it's just that simple, brothers and sisters. If you break the rules, you lose. Game out. Game over. That's the end of that. <laughs> and then I guess like everything else, you, you just, you know, then you sit around and you begin to wonder, well, what, what in the world, what in the world do, do I need to, to do or to, where's this thing going to go from there? You don't want it to get to that point. You don't want, you don't want to get to that point of looking around and wondering if God's in the Bahamas this weekend. You don't want that to happen like that. And, uh, all you have to, and, and honestly, it will never come to that if you will bring yourself to the place of, of understanding who he is, what's going on, and, and why it's going on. Okay, well, the sin of fear is, a, is an act of unbelief, and it, it really leads us to forget the Lord. Uh, it, 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 it comes because we become problem conscious instead of power conscious. Okay, we worry. We worry. We just absolutely get to the point where we worry. And the more we worry, it seems like the worse things get, doesn't it? Huh? Uh, well, there's some people just worry warts. Some of you need to be delivered. Some of you need to be delivered of worrying. <laughs> How's that? Some of you, some of you, well, is there a demon of worry? No, I don't know if there's a demon of worry. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You, you need to, some of you need to be delivered from it. Because some of you can't seem to get this thing straightened out. And, and realize that, bless God, all that worry does is what? That's letting your mind be in control. Your mind isn't in control here. Your mind, the, your mind is the furthest thing from being in control. God's in control. His word is the first, 
the middle and the last authority in, in everything. His word is, okay? You're not, I'm not, uh, he is. And if, if you can stay with that, bless God, you, you, you know, you'll come through this thing in flying colors, as they say. But fear not, be not afraid. I'm with thee, saith the Lord. God is with you. He's with me. He's with us. And you know, I've always said this. God has, has decided that this is the time, this is the hour, which he knew from the beginning it would be, in which he is going to go back and he's going to collect the ten lost tribes that he drove to the four corners of the earth. And he's going to collect them back, and he's going to do what? He's going to train them, and he's going to bring them back to the land of Israel. This is the hour that he chose. Now, him choosing this hour, then, bless God, let me tell you something. I, I don't ever remember or ever recall anybody that I've ever read of or ever heard of that has ever undertaken the searching out and the gathering of these ten lost tribes until now, until this time. You see, God had to plant that in me. The way he planted that in me, he sent one of the angels to me, commissioned me by telling me exactly what was going to take place. And uh, bless God for my part of it, you know, as I said, I looked at it and I wanted to sit down and cry because, you know, uh, what an undertaking. What, the, 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 there's no one man, uh, bless God, that should have that kind of a burden put upon him. But evidently, God doesn't put anything more on you than you can handle, give you a way thereby to escape. And I lean daily, my brothers and sisters, upon those words of God. Because let me tell you something that I really do know. I really do know that this thing is of God. That I know. I know that I am inadequate, as I can be, because I'm flesh and blood first. But I know that my adequacy is in the Lord God and the strength of the power of his anointing and his holy word the name of his holy son, Yeshua. I know that. And because I know that, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I don't understand how it's all going to work out. But that's not for me. Uh, God didn't ask me to figure out how it was going to work out. He just told me, he said, you are going to lead this as Moses, the prophet of Elijah, in this last day and hour, and lead them back into the land of, our, of your forefathers, the land of Israel. That's all I know. And from that point, the understanding of gathering and training to bring forth the, you know, the, the, again, the generals and the, the, the captains and the lieutenants and the sergeants and the, and the, and the troops. That's all part of what's going on here. We are, we are gathering together those of which are going to be of the officers of God's army. And, uh, I don't want anybody. You didn't, again, you didn't get on here by chance. This thing didn't happen to you just because by chance you just happened to, you know, you happened to, no, no. No, you're here. Because the Lord God drew you by His Spirit, and that uh, that couldn't uh, that couldn't be of uh, any greater uh, thing than I can imagine. To know that we didn't we didn't decide. There was no way for us to decide that that bless God that this was us doing this. Okay, there was no way because again, in whose Wallace imagination could this thing come down to thinking that well you know this thing. This thing has got, uh, has got us into, into that place and into that time. No, God has us into that place. God chose the time. You and I chose nothing. <laughs> and, and you know what? Every once in a while I say, well, you know, Lord, this wasn't my idea. And because it wasn't my idea, then I'm going to tell you, then I don't have to be concerned about it, do I? I don't have to be concerned about any of it because it's your idea. So however you're going to do this, you can just get it done. And we'll just praise God about it. And uh, 
go from there. But God knows. God absolutely knows what's taking place. And you and I, we're just going to stand back and we're going to take care of whatever it is we need to take care of. And God's going to do the rest. And God is God and He'll always be God. We're going to turn this back over to our host now. Shalom. Hey, thank you again so much. That's Prophet Tom Deckard, Mount Carmel, Illinois, Cradle of Hope Ministries. Again, you can get more information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. Get out there, do yourself a favor, find out what's going on here, and you won't be disappointed. So, again, you can also get more. All the tape series is out there on the website for you to get a hold of. I greatly encourage you to get all that. You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com and We'll be praying for your prayer request, and that's cradle at jewishprophet.com. Shalom. Until next week, remember, with God, all things are possible. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details.